In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. I'm here on my own, and I'm here with two superstars. I'm here with Joe Schobert and Megan Schobert. How are you guys? Good. Good. We're doing really good. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Joe, last night, you threw the first ball at the Indians. How was it? It was a little nerve-wracking. I remember I walked out to the mound, and when I turned around to look at the catcher to throw the pitch, uh, it was a lot farther than I remember because <laughs> I used to play baseball growing up. And I turned around, I was like, oh, this is a small target to try to throw, throw at. But at least I didn't skip the ball in there, and the catcher was able to catch the ball. So it went well. I've got to be honest, Joe, I've never thrown a baseball in my life. So uh, um, maybe when I come oh. to the States, you can show me. Megan, are you good at throwing a baseball? Um, not really. <laughs> I, I, use, I throw the ball for our dog, but I use one of those, like, pocket things. So it's kind of... Oh, excellent. And... Um, what type of dog do you have? Uh, he's a mutt. He's a lab pit, um, great day mix. We got him at a rescue two and a half years ago. So he's a good boy. He's only like 55 pounds though. He's not as big as we thought he would be. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of competition at the moment. Miles has got a new dog now. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Megan messaged him on Twitter saying if you need a, or he asked if he needed a doggy play date. He could pick somebody. His Meg's like, well, we have a dog. Why don't you come over? But he didn't respond. Yeah, so yet, when so. I see him on Monday, I'll have to, you know, beat him up a little bit. All right, excellent. A question for you, Megan, is obviously with Odell Beckham coming, the WAGS room, if you say that word mm-hmm. in America, wives and girlfriends, is it going to get all hot and heated? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I actually don't know if he has a significant other or not. Does yeah. he? Do we uh, know? I don't know. I think so, but um, I don't know. Maybe she's more famous than any of us are right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll get a real uh, athlete wives of a wags of Cleveland show. I think I think we're the most chill wives out of every team in the NFL. <laughs> I have to say, we're um, very laid back people. And Megan, how is it on game day uh, with all the uh, wives and girlfriends? What what would be a classic? What would you girls do? Honestly, we see each other more not on game day than on game day, I'd say. Like, we usually have people, everyone, everyone has people in town, like, every weekend um, for home games. Away games, I don't, it's very rare if we go to away games. <laughs> away games, sometimes we hang out and watch the games together. But um, for home games, we usually have people in town, so we kind of just go with the people we have, and we see each other at the game, and after the game, we kind of say hi, but like we see, we hang out more outside of the actual football games, I'd say. Cool. And who would you say the chief ringleader of the uh, what, uh, wives and girlfriends would be? Uh, let's see. Well, it's kind of changed because the first year it was Annie Thomas, obviously. She knew exactly everything you need to know about Cleveland and she was super helpful. Um, but then she left, and then it was last year, Sarah Zeitler 
organize so many events. Oh, probably Courtney Batonio is the last like big veteran. Like now that we're starting to be considered veterans, which is really weird. But um, well, well, Megan, you're gonna have to stand up, step up now, haven't you? It's a big. I guess uh, so. mm -hmm. I'm starting to like. It's weird because I, I feel more comfortable um, knowing um, stuff to do. Knowing, yes, the stuff to do, like businesses that we're confident in stuff like that that people need recommendations for like now i'm one of the ones that can give advice it's crazy <laughs> and joe the linebacker room's looking a little bit uh, weak at the moment or a little bit um understaffed what any views on that at all yeah i think um we only have six or seven guys right now in the linebacker room so usually you want more than that because linebackers well first of all three of them are playing on defense and then the linebackers are always playing special teams so usually you get like eight or nine for the season so I'm sure Dorsey in the draft or in free agency still will get a couple more guys um, into the room kind of spice up the competition get some more depth um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Excellent and uh, you've got to be going for a pro bowl this year haven't you? Oh yeah that's always the dream once we went to it two years ago it was like when we were there is you got to try to get back every single year and Unfortunately, got hurt last year right in the middle of the season, so that wasn't great. Uh, didn't help that cause, but um, body's feeling good, so hopefully this year we can stay healthy and get back there. Good. And Joe, if I'm correct, you're a big West Ham soccer fan. You're somebody who wasn't a perennial top of the league, top of the table uh, team, so I went with uh, the Hammers. And It's been a couple of rough years since then, but um, we've pulled out some good results here and there, and it's, it's been fun to follow. Excellent. And you've both been to London, if I'm correct? Yep, we went um, 2016 in the spring. 2017. 2016, 2017. 2017. 2017 in the spring. You're correct. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want an argument on the podcast, guys. And um, <laughs> what was your highlights of uh, uh, London? Uh, that, well, we went to a West Ham soccer game, yeah, so that, that was, was definitely awesome. a highlight. Um, and then we went to Nando's. Yeah, Nando's like multiple Nando's. times. Yeah, we want to open a franchise here in Cleveland. I think it'd be very popular. Exactly. Um, and then just walking around, it's really interesting because obviously World War Two. There's uh, in London because of the bombs and everything. There's a, a really unique mix of old buildings and new buildings. Which in America everything's new, and like London and Rome, everything's old. And just quickly, Nando's, I'm going to tell the American listeners, if they've never had a Nando's, it's basically Portuguese chicken. And you can either have it very mild, mango lime, I think it is, or you can go super hot. And uh, I'm a medium guy. Joe, how hot can you have your Nando's? I mean, when I go there, I always got the wing roulette, which in England, there's a, in the wing roulette, but in America, there's Nando's in D.C., Washington, D.C., Chicago. Chicago and like Baltimore, I think. We've That's been like the to only them, place. but they're just not as good as. Yeah, they're not as good as the English London one. And they don't have the wing roulette, but I like I like uh, all the ranges. And the peri peri fries, I the, could eat. Tons what about the Nando sauce? Can you get that over in America? Yeah, Megan got it shipped here actually after we <laughs> went there in uh, 2017, and yeah, we grilled she, out. And we grilled out some. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Well, here's a deal for you guys. If you meet me at the airport, I'll pick some Nando's up in London and then bring them <laughs> eight hours and you can have it at the airport. Um, yeah, it sounds good. Quick question, guys. What's your favorite restaurant in Cleveland? Um, 
Well, I think uh, Cleveland's really actually known for having a lot of good chefs and there's a lot of really good restaurants and kind of any food variety that you'd want. But I think our favorites, we've gone to Mabel's downtown, which is a barbecue, um, real like Texas barbecue. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll probably get in trouble for saying real Texas barbecue by people in Texas, but... um, Don't worry, um, people oh, in Texas don't listen to our show. It's only people in Cleveland and globally. Well, no, Browns fans are all over the place. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Barrio, the taco spot downtown. Oh. Big fan of Barrio. All right, excellent, guys. And last question. Joe, what's your message to the Browns fans for the upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, this year is going to be one heck of a season as long as everybody gels together and things go right. Um, obviously, there's a lot of work to be put in. Um, but the, with the pieces we've added and the pieces we've retained and the young guys who are growing up and playing more NFL football, getting more experience then. And with the situation in the AFC North, like things are right for the taking for us to take over the AFC North and make some playoffs and become a perennial playoff team. And I really hope um, that 2019 is going to be like the year people look back to in the, in the future. That's just where Browns turned everything around and we're able to become that perennial playoff team. Awesome. Joe, Super Bowl and Pro Bowl this year. That's what we want for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the goal. Maybe West Ham second, Chelsea top. So that'd be brilliant. (laughs) Nah, Chelsea can go to the bottom. That's for all I care. All right, guys. (laughs) Megan, Joe, thank you very much for your time. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you in Cleveland. And, uh, Joe, keep up the good work. Megan, look after them uh, wags, yeah? (laughs) Go Browns. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, Bill Brown, thanks for having us. Thank you.